This is the KFDM Morning Show podcast from the most watched morning team in Southeast Texas. It's a profane crime with words we can't say or even show on television. Authorities are reviewing surveillance videos showing two young people committing foul play at Little Cypress Mauriceville CISD football stadium. Maya Caleb reports on the massive mess and the outpouring of community support. Joe Shores is a former Little Cypress Mauriceville Consolidated ISD student. He comes to the football stadium often to watch the games, but this time he's here to look at the vandalism that took place overnight. I went to school here for quite a few years back in the early 50s, or late 50s and through the 60s. And I was a prankster, done some sort of silly things. This is not silly. What, what these people have done is criminal. And I, I just, I had, I had to come see this. Lots of time and money went into replacing the high school football field this past summer. Now, repairs that will require more time and money to fix. It's aggravating. It's, it's something that our community is very, very proud of our a brand new field. And uh, this field is 50 years old. And so it's the first time in 50 years that we've had something uh, new like this. An investigation is already underway to find the people responsible for the crime. And it wasn't just the football field that was vandalized. There was graffiti on the football stand, press box, the sideline benches, and on other structures at the stadium as well. Well, we have been working with our local police, the Orange County Sheriff's Department, all day. Uh, as soon as we received the call, we connected with them to, um, and they have been out, numerous officers have been out here uh, taking footage of the damage. The district has already made arrangements to have workers start repairing the damages. We uh, have already contacted our uh, const uh, construction company, Hellas, and asked them to please come in and send a crew tomorrow. So they're bringing a crew in to see what can be done. The superintendent says community members and students shouldn't retaliate. We've got to just take care of our business and, 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 and not think we may know who did this and we're going to go retaliate against someone else. All that does is put um, more kids in trouble. A devastating moment for the LCM community, but one that is also bringing the community together. Reporting in Orange, Maya Caleb. Orange County Sheriff's Office is investigating and they are taking tips on the two young suspects. Caught on camera, police in two counties looking for their burglary suspect. First in Jasper County, Sheriff's Office wants to identify this man with the flashlight seen at a home on FM 252 in Kirbyville. He's suspected of trespassing and possible burglary. If you know him, you're asked to call the Jasper County Police. And Chambers County Sheriff's Office sharing this video of a grab and go in Country Meadows subdivision off 146 last week. This person is wanted for multiple thefts in Mount Bellevue. If you have any information about the case, you can call Chambers County Crime Stoppers at the number there on the screen and report your information. Dallas police have identified the subject in this uh, suspect, I should say, in the murder of two hospital workers on Saturday. 30-year-old Nestor Hernandez on parole for robbery when he entered Methodist Hospital with a gun. After fatally shooting two hospital employees, he was shot himself by a hospital police officer. Dallas police say the incident happened after 11 a.m. at Methodist Hospital near the labor and delivery wing. Hernandez taken to another hospital to be treated for his injuries, but will remain in custody. The suspect was wearing an ankle monitor at the time of the shooting. 
A man and his wife hospitalized after a violent crash on a road with a hog. State troopers say 67-year-old Johnny Marquez and his passenger 72-year-old Deborah Marquez, both of Pasadena, driving a Harley-Davidson trike on FM 692 in northeast Newton County last week when a hog ran out in front of them. The hog and the Harley collided. Burkeville Volunteer Fire Department sent us the pictures of the end result. The couple flown to a Louisiana hospital. DPS says they were seriously injured. The story comes to us courtesy of our media partner, KJS Radio. We're awaiting more details this morning about an auto pedestrian crash in Jasper County. Happened south of the city Saturday afternoon. 23-year-old Benjamin Lee of Jasper flown from the scene after being hit by a box truck on Highway 96 near County Road 303. DPS telling our media partner KJS Radio, Lee walked onto the highway in the path of the truck driven by a 27-year-old Groves man. No word on Lee's condition. The Ark of Greater Beaumont raising awareness for those with Down syndrome. The organization held its annual buddy walk outside the event center in downtown Saturday. The event raises money for the nonprofit, which supports programs for people with Down syndrome. The event also focused on promoting acceptance of people with Down syndrome. One person who took part in the walk was there to support his friend. The more you get to know him, the more you fall in love with Hayden. And so, just knowing that this is his thing and he loves doing this. I mean, every year he talks about it, um, it because it means something to him, you know, it, it, it matters to me. So that's why I'm out here, uh, me and my people. So Organizers say the walk is also a means to help influence local and national policy relating to people with Down syndrome. And now, your daily weather forecast from the Southeast Texas Weather Authority. Good morning, everybody, from the KFDM and Fox 4 Weather Center. I'm meteorologist Chad Sandwell, and here is a look at your forecast. It is Monday. October the 24th, just one more day to go, or one more week rather to go until we hit the month of November. But today we'll look for temperatures to be above average for this time of year. Highs will top out into the lower 80s as we'll be waiting the arrival of a cold front that will arrive overnight. We'll also look for a very strong south wind. Some gusts could approach 40 miles an hour this afternoon. We'll look for mostly cloudy skies, which is what we're starting with this morning, and that is generally keeping temperatures much warmer, 60s and 70s across southeast Texas as we start out our new work week. This afternoon, we'll look for that cloud cover to continue. We'll go with a few isolated showers, maybe about a 20% coverage today. Temperatures topping out anywhere from about 82 to 84 across the area. Overnight tonight, that cold front pushes through. We'll be looking for a 90% coverage of showers and thunderstorms as the boundary works through the area. And the shower and thunderstorm activity should be pretty much clear of the area by the time we see sunrise tomorrow. So we'll look for a west wind overnight. And again, we'll see some gusts 30 to 35 miles an hour, not going to be unquestionable. And then as we head into Tuesday, once the boundary clears the area, we'll see skies clearing up fairly quickly. We'll look for mostly sunny skies. Winds will gust over up to about 30 miles an hour out of the northwest. Of course, that'll keep things a little bit drier and a little bit cooler. On Tuesday, we'll look for highs in the lower 70s, and then we'll see a very cool stretch. Wednesday, Thursday, we'll see overnight lows back into the 40s and afternoon highs in the middle to upper 70s. Not done with the rain yet this week as we'll see a closed low develop as we head towards the end of the week. That's going to bring showers and thunderstorms potentially for Friday across southeast Texas. We'll look for an east-southeast wind 
that day up to about 20 miles an hour. Temperature's still going to be in the 70s thanks to the clouds and the rain. We'll look for a 70% coverage of showers and thunderstorms for Friday. And that may even continue into the early morning hours on Saturday with a 30% coverage. And then skies clearing out, seeing a sunny end of the weekend on Sunday. Still high temperatures staying in the 70s. So once this first front comes through tonight, we should see generally cooler weather as we head throughout the rest of the week. It is going to be a bad day to be out on the water. We've got uh, certainly small craft advisories in effect and a high risk of rip currents. Winds on the uh, water are going to be anywhere from 16 to 30 knots, and the surf is going to be running anywhere from about 4 to 6 feet. If you're an allergy sufferer, the tree pollen and the grass pollens are low today. High, pollen, uh, high weed pollen still in effect, and we've got mold spores at moderate. UV index, thanks to the cloud cover, going to be 5, and the water temperature at 73 degrees. Don't forget, you can get your forecast anytime online at kfdm.com. You can follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And don't forget to download our free weather app. It's available on your iOS and Android devices. 83 today for the high temperature with a 20% coverage of showers. From the KFDM and Fox 4 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Chad Sandwell. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. Join us again tomorrow for the KFDM Morning Show Podcast.